0: the new home of football writing. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast.
1: Um, United have just beat Leicester um, by one goal to nil. With me, I've got um, Stu Edwards, Anthony Bloom and Rick. I don't even know your surname. Rick? Let's keep it a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Saka, yeah. it Rick Mystery. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so we've just um, watched United beat Leicester by a goal to nil and we're going to get some thoughts on the match first. Um, so we'll go to you, Stu.
3: <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, it's just what like- do you think
1: of the team start
3: of? well obviously everyone knew but who, who was missing for injury reasons and whatever so the team pretty much picked itself, maybe there could have been one of the younger you know, fringe players chucked in, maybe people were start expecting Chong or Greenwood to start maybe but obviously that didn't happen so he's gone with his, pretty much what he's gone with so far this season rightly or wrongly and I'm sure we'll come on to uh, what we think about that in a minute <laughs> <laughs> what do
4: you mean? Team, yeah, I wasn't wasn't totally surprised. Just what he mentioned in his press conference the day before that he was thinking about going with Mata and Matic putting them in. So, what it didn't really surprise me. I've I've, I've been a little knocked off because of, I thought he'd played a few of the kids more, you know, in the in the first few games. And he has had some criticism for that, hasn't yeah, it? yeah. And I've I've had to give him some criticism on that as well because I was expecting a bit more from them, but he's you've barely seen them I and mean, they've had like 10 15 minutes here and there.
1: Do you not buy into the fact that you know we need that experience in the team? No?
4: I do agree, but it's I was I don't like most of them who were there last season. It's the same lads who were on that pitch, and that that's what's annoying me. They, they didn't put a shift into it in the last three months of the season. So you think, well, give a couple of kids a go and you know see if it can be a bit different. But he seems to be still sticking with that same set of lads. Name names. <laughs> so no comment. <laughs> I will <laughs> go on Rick what did you think of the team uh, to be fair
2: if as long as Maguire um, Wambisaka Daniel James are all starting for me the rest of them are all interchangeable anyway and
1: I, I actually thought about that during the match because I thought the four lads who are setting their tone in that team at the moment one of them Scott McTominay he was there yeah. last year yeah. one of them was playing for Swansea last year one of them was playing for Palace last year and Uzi and Leicester—they yeah, all finished so. above us, though didn't they? It's uh-huh. No, I don't, I don't think they did. Yeah, <laughs> but... <No. laughs> so it's Hard to remember. I think I've wiped that one from, from my memory. No, but just that, possible. I, I think that I think that sends you know a, a bit of a message about how um, on its knees United were in terms of like the, the players that like, these lads have come in and. Make no bones about it. Warners, Saka, and Maguire—they look like the best footballers on the field every time we play yep. them. Definitely,
3: yep, yep. And, uh, I, w- I watched uh, the Serbia Portugal game last week, and Matic seems like he's aged three years in three months. And that was, you know, that was international. And I just, I, it, it can't continue at United. He's got, it's just got. I don't got a...
4: think he was that bad today. To be honest, I've, I've seen a lot worse from him. Right? I thought he did okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Oh, I'm not actually today. criticising yeah, today's yeah. performance.
3: I'm just talk, mm. talking about what he offers. I know what you mean. I, yeah. Non-energy and about... going forward. And when you have got matter in there as well, again, mm. no pace. Mm. You knew we were going to struggle first half. We're going to obviously go through the game in a second, I'm guessing. But that last twenty minute minutes for me was a massive difference. And Martial, we uh, sorry, Rashford had miles more support in the last 20 minutes because mm-hmm. they put, you know, Pereira, I have no idea where his best position is. I don't think it's right wing. He went back into like the middle, didn't he, in the last 15, 20 minutes. And he, he looked a different player, along with obviously the other Fred and other changes. And The midfield just looked a lot more settled and, and more energetic and... That's well certainly than it did in the first half, anyway.
1: So, first half, then what, what did you think of the performance? First half,
3: it was just again, it wasn't great, was it? I've not, I've not seen it. Did it go to VAR, the, the penalty? No, no, no. So,
1: penalty. It yeah. came on the scoreboard, did it? Did it? I because, it, it out, so. yeah, um, when, when um, Rashford put the ball in the net, it came up on the scoreboard that the penalty is given. I think, yeah, oh, I think yeah. we were
3: sponsored by VAR. To be it's probably a malfunction like the rest of the fucking solid. ground. Um, but no, it, it just wasn't great, was it? From both. T- I mean, Leicester probably had the better chances. We had a couple of shots, but again, it was just like, you know, 1 0 half time. And you, everyone was saying the same thing, you know, waiting for Leicester to score and for the game to end one mm. 1 all again. Um, you know, thankfully it didn't happen and we stood here with a one-nil result.
1: I think one of my gripes is though, is like yesterday, as I mm-hmm. saw, you know, was United fans moaning about oh Leicester are three to one, that's good that's great odds and stuff like that. And you know, I think we're gonna get beat tomorrow. I think we'll, we'll get a draw at best. Like this isn't exaggerating, that that is what a lot of um, United fans were saying yesterday. So um when we come in at half time and we're one-nil up, and you could argue that. You know, mm. United probably had the best of the first half, in my opinion. I,
3: so, yeah. what, what, you know, what is all the moaning about? Mm. Yeah, again, with what with people's expectations. This season, it's going to be a long season. <laughs> We're still here, middle of September. It's going to be a long season. Who knows how far we can go in the Europa Cup? We're not going to win that because there's better teams in that, and there's, and there's better teams to drop out the Champions mm-hmm. League. To that team, we're playing Thursday probably. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, what did you think of the first half and the, the subsequent? Uh,
2: first half was boring. Uh, to be honest, the second half was as well. But uh, <laughs> it, 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 it just screamed another Wolves, Southampton. You know, did we go one up in both of those? Yeah. Both? Yeah, yeah. Screamed another one of them. Wouldn't it surprised me if they scored. I was stood at the at the bridge at the end of the game. I heard a chair go up.
0: Oh, I asked somebody.
2: Oh shit! What was that? And he said uh, uh, some kerfuffle or something at <laughs> the corner flag. <laughs> so uh, luckily it wasn't a goal, but you know it didn't. You know I didn't. It didn't surprise me. Nobody seemed to be bothered around me that a, a cheer had gone up. So I think everyone just expects him uh, to concede now in that second half because they just don't do enough. The, you just don't do enough to, 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 mm-hmm. to get enough goals. So okay, so
1: we focused on like it's interesting that we've discussed the first half and pretty much everything that's come out is pretty negative, like boring. What about the defending then?
3: Was there much to defend against, really? I don't think Bardi had a chance all-, all game, did no, well, he? Well, if we didn't have any were. of them
1: there, then we'd be in- fucking in trouble.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so. No, I don't remember too many last-ditch tackles, and, or you know, De Hay, did he really have a save to make as well?
1: If they make a last-ditch mm. tackle, that means
2: they're out of position, so not
3: necessarily. Not say,
1: I don't you know, know. can we not
2: give him some praise?
3: Yeah, have you not seen all these
2: clips of wan Bissaka where he has to go running back after the ball, and then he does a fantastic tackle, everyone says, oh, well, you know, he shouldn't have been running back in the first place. <laughs> like, he's supposed to just fucking sit on the touchline and let them score.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's got I a mean, bit off track yes. this. <laughs> no, let's, no, let's be honest though, so they I wasn't totally sort of I thought they were pretty ordinary. Midfield. Madison Madison yeah. was the standout for them. But is that but, not a typical like United but, response at the moment, like no, I, did United I was, not make complaints? No, honestly I, no, I, I going into the game I was I was worried just mainly because of the, the injuries and I thought, fucking you know, hell, I've got no one in midfield so Deal with like that threat that they had. Well Scott McTominay yeah. had a really good but game. He did, out, but he did. He yeah. did have a yeah, good yeah, game. Yeah. And I, and to be honest, first twenty-five minutes, half hour, we did. we were in control. Should have been booked and probably yeah. But I don't and... think it was all that bad. It's surprising. It's a good result in the end of the it, day. It was a good. T- so in fact, that was a good
3: contest. Madison yeah. and McTominay was a good yeah. contest. Madison got booked eventually. <laughs> I think McTominay should have been booked before that. <laughs> but it was good to see. You know, good to. You know. English midfielders one Scottish uh, you know a proper battle in midfield and some good tackles going in so but I, I, when I walked in I thought their midfield the first impression was their midfield is better than our midfield as it stands today obviously Mata Matic's got the experience but obviously I just looked at them energetic young yeah. but thankfully mm-hmm. apart from Madison the others you know did a lot of running there
1: was a player in um, Leicester's midfield today um, Tielemans mm. that yeah. a lot of United Fans were screaming out for us to spend, you know, fifty million on this summer, and you could you could say that you know United's midfield today have made him look really quiet. Yeah, I don't. So, like when 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 people were exiting the ground, like I, I didn't hear anything about like Wamba playing well, McTominay playing well. All I heard was we got over in midfield. You know, I think somebody said. um you know, we, we, we absolutely clung on to a, a draw there. But no, I can't we remember did. a chance... I of
2: it's definitely around, no, no, no. No, no, no. We do. I thought defence brilliant today. Yeah. I thought the midfield three did the job that those three players can do, which is just, you know, close people down, tackle, uh, and hopefully give it to somebody who's quite good at football. Um, you know, Liverpool have players like that in their midfield and no-one seems to be bothered. That's the problem, though, isn't it? You know, the difference between us and the rest is our front three just aren't you know once we've got the ball not doing anything so it looks like our defence and our midfield are doing a hell of a lot more than the, these other teams just because
3: our attackers aren't attacking in, uh, 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 enough as they should be coming back to you know lack of chances created again because there was no one really obviously in there to create anyway but I, mean, I felt sorry for Ashford because we all know he's not a centre forward he's, he's not like our you know that back, back target man And he, he plays different for England doesn't he on the left comes in and my, my mate made quite a good point about Sterling. You know, three or four years ago, there was no pressure on Sterling, was there? And he was he was scoring maybe ten goals a season. But now he's coming in and he, from you know, from the right or whatever, and and, and getting those tapping goals, isn't he? And Rashford could develop into that. But he, you know, obviously, we need we need he needs a link man. He needs someone up there as as you know, Lukaku last season obviously was meant to be that you know number nine. Um, so he was isolated a lot today, and that 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 was proved by I think Lindelof. You know, we've, we've seemingly got rid of Jones and Smalling to stop this long ball. But Lindelof levered two or three balls, six to seventy yards up to up to, yeah. Mar- up to Rashford. I'm yeah. thinking, what are you doing? You know, nowhere near him. But he's not—he's ne- he's never going to win that type of ball anyway, is he? No. He's not—he's not, he's not no. a you know back to goal, no. sh- defense, no, two not. defenders off. So I felt sorry for him. But like I said, it, it changed—the dynamic changed quite a lot in the last 15, 20 minutes with what the substitutes he made. Yeah, and he was yeah. supported a lot more.
1: And yeah, there's two things I want to discuss about the second half. Really, the, um, I never thought we were hanging on, did you?
3: Not really. No. Again, there was no, you know, there was a, no barrage. There was no. We weren't getting peppered with shots, were they? Um, I'm sure Leicester fans probably are driving away from here thinking maybe they deserved the point. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but again, they didn't really make De Gea work. or really, <clears> all, all in the lot for Maguire. To be fair, did they?
4: No, no. That's that's it. I've, we did make it defending the, the whole back four worked really well Lindelof had a he's been he's been under a bit of scrutiny recently yeah, considering but he's,
3: how much yeah. Vardy normally
4: gives us, yeah exactly you know, yeah. Uh, like and he did quite, quite he did a lot all shit right today and so I have I'm, to
1: say um, <laughs> from, from the four games we've played is it four we've played so far Um Wamba Saka looks a real yeah. signing doesn't
4: he? oh, he's out just every everything every time down that side you think he's going to miss it he always somehow comes out with it at the end and wax it over it's no nonsense for me as well he just wax it away he not piss about with it on the ball he waxes it straight away His and man, he used to be a winger bit. as well yeah. Yeah. can you imagine Sancho promising. in front of him, yeah. him next season imagine
3: yeah. him to I'm right
2: I'm a little bit worried I'm going to have to draw him for next issue she's <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's uh, she's, uh mm-hmm. yeah' I'm going to have to get practising I think uh, or hopefully he gets injured against Rochdale <laughs> did you buy your analysis I was going to ask if you were doing it during the match <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give you two points about the second half yeah um, Firstly, uh, Fred when he came on yeah, played well absolutely changed the game for three minutes and then we just kind of went back to like how we were playing before that. But just for that three minutes was the most probably the most exciting of the entire game. and Chong just came on just shortly after that. Norwich are winning. He looks <laughs> Norwich are winning.
3: Yeah, Norwich are winning. That's
2: it, Liverpool's Great. title. Who um, do you play City. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, what, yeah.
1: If I was Norwich, I wouldn't want to score at City. Just make them mad. No, they're at Norwich, no, aren't South they?
2: Norwich. Oh, is it? Uh, Where at yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Score against City. Um, uh, yeah, Chong uh, Chung was also brilliant when he came on, I thought. Uh, you just wonder why he's not starting
4: yeah.
2: from the start. But then I would really? have said the same thing I, about Greenwood. And
4: well, uh, one thing about that, I don't get why, when Chong came on, why did he move James from... Why were they playing so opposites to where they you normally know, I thought Trump play. played on my right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he's done that before that, with James. That, though, that it? didn't look right. It's just, just very odd. Flippy, just little south things south south like south that thing. annoy me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: These rules, though, are all traffic yeah. in there. The left foot has got to play on
2: the right wing, oh, and the right foot has so got to so play on the left wing. Gets... I haven't given you your second point yet. i the second then. half. The fella in front of me absolutely stank. Of what I can only describe as the elephant house at Chester Zoo. I don't know where it came from. It wasn't there in the first half. It might have been when Fred came on, that, that little bit of excitement.
3: <laughs> A bad pint uh, you know. at time, maybe.
1: Yeah, well, we'll move on. <laughs> so, um, right, we'll go on to expectations now then. So, we're four games in. I keep oh, doubting myself. Uh, for some reason, I keep thinking. No, five, we're it's five. five. Yeah, because yeah, Liverpool yeah. got
3: 15, we've got eight. We're it was seven, seven points behind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, five, with, with that then, it's oh,
2: Blimey's on the phone to so his misses now. Oh, Let me playing. just uh, just qualify yeah. that last point yeah. there. <laughs> I meant that when Fred came on, the man in front of me got a little bit excited and maybe created the smell. I just, just want to put that into the edit. Yeah, we will edit that <laughs> out.
1: Fred's recently got married, hasn't he? Was it in pre-season? Sort the second time. Did he miss the pre-season? Is that way had three
4: months off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Longest any moon ever. He's got a sore yeah. cock.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Cleverson got married whilst he was here as well. Yeah, to yeah. a 12-year-old. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Anyway, second half. Yeah, second half then. So we're we out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> So we've gone past Bandit's second point now. We'd actually moved away from the second half, and we've gone on to um, expectations <laughs> for the expectations. season. So I think after the Chelsea game, even though we've been four 0 and you know, you know, there's a lot of people swinging from the rafters. We all said like we were a bit <clears throat> worried about the squad depth. Now these injuries have already started coming. What what can we expect? I mean, I I don't think the the likes of Chong and Greenwood to me look ready. But
3: what about you? It's hard to say, isn't it? Uh, they're never going to be given three or four. Is it going
1: to hamper our season, this?
3: They're never going to be given four. They might play Thursday. They could play against that but they probably won't play at West Ham, will they? So they're not going to play three or four games unless we're down to the bare bones, which could happen come December, January. If, we, if we're struggling now, and we knew, we all knew what the squad was and how, how you know, lacking it was in, in May, June, July, August, so it's, not, it's only going to get worse. If we're missing three normal starters in Pogba, obviously, Marshall and Shaw... And it stretches the team to the point where we're dragging, we're dragging two or three under-23s out of the out of the team last night to be on the bench and whatever. It's it's, it's, it's a concern, isn't it? It's it is going to be a long season. The expectation or well, the hope was in the summer that you close the gap from 30 to 15 between City and Liverpool, but I'm studying now, I don't think it's. Going, I think it's going to be in the 20s again. What about you, Blooming? Can we get
4: top four? You've just you've just got Altworth in the mix by around January time like around that when you say but, the mix uh, do you mean you're know, like fit, you know, f- by, no, not, not, no way yeah, not in that yeah. sense like top four five six seven and you're about f- four or five points behind and just got out but I don't think just with the squad it's just it's, it's the weakest squad I've I've seen I thought 2005 was bad but this is this is the weakest I've seen Bandit Can we get in the top four this year? Uh, Before today, I'd have probably said
2: we have a chance, but after seeing Spurs and uh, Chelsea, what they've done today, and the fact that we just look like a couple of injuries and it's all going to go to shit, unless some of these youngsters suddenly become Messi and Ronaldo, um, I think our best bet is probably the Europa League.
1: And if you remember the feeling like this time last year, what position would you rather be in? Would you rather have last year's squad and mood, or would you rather be where we are now?
4: Well, there's, there's obviously progress, but I, I I do feel if we was allowed to bring in a couple more in, I think it wouldn't have been an issue. I think we would have probably got top four. It would have been a bit more, you know, easier to grab. So is that a yes or no? I'm just. <laughs> it's not, <we're, laughs> no, it's a better. It's better. It's there's better people around there. Obviously, they've got. He's got rid of a lot of shite. So, but I just just Not replacing, I think you so. feel better
1: about coming to Old Trafford now or last
4: year slightly because so. there's, there's, sle- like, there's less pressure, <laughs> isn't there? I think it's better to be at the bottom of a ladder <clears throat>
2: you want to climb than to have to sit and watch Lukaku do anything <laughs> with a <the> football. <laughs> it's, it's,
3: not, it's not just for Greenwoods and Chongs, or is it? There's, pre- there's pressure already, there's pressure on James. You know, we're singing James is going to tear you apart after three games. And yeah, he scored a couple of goals, but you know, he could easily burn out. He's not been used to playing. 50 games a season has he um, obviously the pressure on Rashford to fucking to score 20 plus that's there I so let's
1: doing my fucking head in our forward line how much do you limp around all games? Mm-hmm. they can't be injured every time that's, they're limping around I think we <clears they> do <throat> that
3: every, for an hour in training every day this so awesome. yeah. don't call social tactics yeah. <laughs> right we'll move on then so
1: Thursday night at Astana isn't it no idea is it this yeah. Thursday yeah Yeah. yeah is is that is what not got an international
3: break have we? Ariston what are they called? Astana Take away for it.
1: Yeah. Are we playing any of these young lads like your Greenwood, your Chong, um, your Chong and I play, them I play them more. Play all,
3: yeah. and Jones?
1: But it, it could be argued that our best chance of getting Champions League football next year
4: is the UEFA Cup. No. 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 You'd, you'd rather us focus on rather, solely on the league.
3: Yeah.
4: Probably. Yeah. Uh, I think just with the size of the squad as well, I think it's gonna. It might cause a few. I, I think we should afford to risk
2: one of six games. Uh, you know, if it goes horribly wrong on Thursday, then you can. Play the A team. I say that in inverted covers uh, on the rest of the five games, but you know, you never know. you might say that to be. I think the left winger's pretty, pretty good. Got it. Painter and decorator. No, I'm you, you.
3: <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that United should be beating Astana anyway in, the, in, a, in a home game, regardless of whatever team. We could probably
3: turn up. Yeah.
1: So, so we're do, so we doing man of the match then now. You if you really
3: want it, no, yeah. come to me last.
4: Uh, one for soccer. Yes, definitely Wan-Bissaka.
1: I, I like disagreeing with people, but I'm going to have to say Wan-Bissaka as well. <laughs> no, McTominay,
2: definitely
3: McTominay. Oh, oh, I'll go with that, McTominay. McTominay. Just because he put some tackles in and, you know... When and he,
1: he, lost he lost the ball, he won it back. Yeah. Yeah. Your opinion on that, does it? Because three people had already said Wan-Bissaka. So, Wan-Bissaka gets the Manchester United... Wan-Bissaka, two-Bissaka, three-Bissaka? Yeah, Wan-Bissaka gets the United... We stand man of the match and we will be back on thursday um quite soft these nights aren't they they
3: will be yeah. so what time are you leaving work It'll probably be here about two in the afternoon setting up it's not a six o'clock kickoff is it i don't know eight. <laughs> <laughs> eight yeah yeah so we'll be studying about 11 o'clock doing this on thursday
1: so we're back on thursday while well, it's still warm but it's uh, more like the and game what, is that in december that's
0: going to be a shit one, isn't it? That's going to be bad. Yeah. And Rochdale a week mm. later. As on the Wednesday. As well, isn't it? Yeah. So that's it for this podcast. Um, thanks to The Athletic who are bringing quality content throughout uh, the week. Um, the second part of my interview with Nemanja Vidic uh, was published on Saturday. Vidic was, was really good. I spent seven hours with him in Milan until two or three o'clock in the morning and I find him very interesting. I'd love to see him do well as a coach I'd love to see him involved at Manchester United and he's done all his badges and he's quite different he's intelligent and he does things his way and he's always done that in life and that that's his attitude he said uh, I said are you ready to be a coach now he said I was born ready and give us some good insight on people who he played with and and played against so the next game as the lad said is Astana not Ariston (laughs) Astana uh, from the newly named uh, Kazakh capital, which was known as Astana until earlier this year, and when United play there in November, it will become the furthest European game that Manchester United have ever played. It's much, much further than Volgograd, for example, where United played in 1995. And then there's West Ham away at the weekend. I don't like West Ham. I just thought about it the other day. I try and be fair when I go to new stadiums. I can see why they moved to the Olympic Stadium. But then I just thought, I don't like it. it just I loved going to Upton Park. It, it felt like West Ham, and maybe it'll start to feel like West Ham in the future at the new stadium, but I don't like the distance from the pitch. I know these are complaints which have been said before. I don't like the approaches to it. I can see that they've redeveloped an area of London which needed it but they've stripped out so much of the matchday culture. They, they banned fanzine sellers, for example, and independent stalls selling food. It was all sort of um, franchised, overpriced uh, nonsense. Or maybe it's just because Manchester United have been so bad there at the new stadium I mean, the last two games there. Last season was uh, the defeat when Scott McTominay played at centre-half, and then... Um, The season before that, it's still one of the worst games I've ever seen. And what compounded it was both David Moyes, who was managing West Ham, and Jose Mourinho saying that it it was a good game. It just wasn't. It was absolutely terrible. And then after that, there's Rochdale. Uh, I I think I should mention Rochdale. They've been massively successful uh, without making too much noise about it. Rochdale are from Greater Manchester. Uh, It's not the most affluent area of Greater Manchester And their football team, they they were in Division Four, the bottom tier, longer than any other club. They applied for re-election. When I was growing up, they were getting crowds of fifteen hundred, but very quietly and very surely, they've rebuilt Scotland. It's a really smart stadium now. It it seats the capacity is about ten thousand. They've got a terrace behind one of the goals, and they got promoted at the start of this decade. They started doing really well. I went to watch them play a few times, and I wrote about them and. They've got the best jukebox that I've experienced in English football. And it's a shame that Manchester United are not playing away. I think they played an away game at Rochdale in the the mid-90s in a friendly. So Rochdale will come to Old Trafford. But my point is that Rochdale are a well-run club. And not every football club being great in Manchester has been well-run. Bury have been atrociously run. Bolton Wanderers have been atrociously run. Oldham Athletic are struggling because they've not been well-run and Rochdale have been and they deserve credit for that and if they make a profit and good money from the game at Old Trafford then, then good luck to them I wouldn't begrudge them that at all I remember them playing a cup game about 86 at Old Trafford and then after Rochdale I think it's Arsenal at home and before that I'm going to because it's a free weekend I'm going to the, a derby in the Arctic Circle up in Bodo in Norway, and I'd booked a flight from Bodo back to England to London. I thought the game was in London. I've written it down in my diary as Arsenal away, but it's a scribble. And I booked a flight to London. I organised to stay in London. I booked a train the following day to Lincoln, where United's uh, 23s, 21s are playing in the EFL Cup. And it was all sorted. And then someone mentioned to me that Arsenal's at home. What are you on about? oh my God. And of course it's at home. So if anyone wants a free train ticket from London Kings Cross to Houston to watch Manchester United's under 21s, 23s in a few <laughs> weeks' time, by all means, get in touch. Uh, thanks to everyone who bought the mag outside the ground. We really appreciate your support in doing that. We will be selling this mag at Old Trafford for the forthcoming games against Astana, Rochdale and Arsenal <laughs> and uh, I, I think I can get from Gatwick to Arsenal in time for kickoff for that, I've had some help off a lad and I appreciate uh, that but cheers for Binder Um the subscriptions were were posted we received them on, on Saturday they've all been posted by um, Sunday so they'll hit the mail system at six o'clock on Monday morning, so you should be receiving your subscription copies Tuesday, Wednesday. And the mag will be in the shops as well on uh, Wednesday. News agents, you can order it from any news agent. It's the 297th issue that we've done. There's loads of good content in there. And if you like what we do, please support what we do because it takes a lot of time and energy to produce United We Stand. And pleased to say that it's going all right. We're we're nearly 30 years old now, and so if people didn't buy it, then we very quickly wouldn't have a United We Stand fanzine. So the next podcast will come from outside Old Trafford on Thursday night, a first ever game against Astana, the Kazakhs. Until then, goodbye.